everyone and welcome back to the Red Housewife podcast. If you'd like to sponsor this podcast, you can do so at anchor.fm slash the Red Housewife or on Twitter at the Red Housewife, or you can message me at the Red Housewife on yahoo.com. Today's episode, how to make friends like a Capricorn. As a Scorpio, I like the way Capricorns operate. The men plan every little detail of their lives so that there are no surprises. Even when they cheat, they make sure that they take care of home first. They think about the possibility of, you know, having an outside child or bringing home a disease. Now, this, of course, does not account for every single male Capricorn. Everything I'm about to say is hyper-generalized. But Capricorns, when they cheat, Capricorn men, they tend to make sure that they wear protection. Um, They make sure that everything's taken care of back home. They also calculate what would happen if their girlfriend or wife finds out. I mean, they plan everything. And as a Scorpio person who doesn't like surprises, I kind of like that aspect of the personality that they plan, even the things they shouldn't be doing down to the letter. Both men and women protect their reputations and they love the finer things in life. They really care about what people think about them. They manage them quite well. Um, My favorite thing about them is their devotion to family and their ability to keep a secret when they want to. See, Capricorn women can sometimes slip up and start telling other people's business, usually because they're trying to manipulate a situation, but the men don't really seem to gossip but I mean the average man doesn't gossip anyway but they do like the finer things like they'll save up their money so that they can get the nicer version of something they'll just go without and again that's part of that whole planning and that foreshadowing and that foresight and that forethought that as a Scorpio I really do like I know what to expect with these people Capricorn personality traits um, are some of them are carryover from Sagittarius Um, for example they're family centric Um, even more so than the Sagittarius. The women are, well, what we might call closet freaks, Um, but you can kind of tell, you know, they'll do something like maybe, you know, moon somebody in public like um, Kate Middleton did. Um, They'll wear something, you know, really provocative. Um, They do something to let you know that they have a little bit of a wild side to them, even more so than Sagittarius. Sagittarius likes to cover that up completely. You have to kind of read their face or read their eyes to know that they have a a freak flag flying somewhere, but Capricorn kind of gives you a little hint. (laughs) And they tend to be a little bit more freaky than Sagittarius, believe it or not. Um, And unlike Sagittarius, you have to initiate it when it comes to Capricorn. Sagittarius women, they know when they see another freak. They know when they see another person who's like a sex addict or whatever, and they initiate it. They know what you want because they're studying you. But a Capricorn, you kind of have to come to them. If you come to them and approach them, you know, with something in mind, then they'll do it. But they're not likely to to kind of initiate the, the sexual antics, if you will. When it comes to sex, though, I find the men to be pretty missionary. You know, they like to take charge. You know, let me be on top. I know what I'm doing. It's just mm, sex with a Capricorn man isn't my type of thing. But there are women like cancer women who do like it. Um, But for me, mm, not so much. They're pretty boring in bed, if you ask me. Capricorns will lose their temper when they're pushed too far, much like Sagittarius. but it seems to take them longer to lose their temper than it does a Sagittarius. Although Sagittarius tends to hide it a little bit better, um, Capricorn, it takes a little bit longer. They'll put up with things that a Sagittarius won't put up with. Sagittarius is like a, a slow leak of steam. 
you start getting on their nerves, they'll kind of let you know gently up front, a little bit more sternly, and then finally they lose it. Capricorn won't have those stages. They'll just take it, take it, take it, and then one day snap. That's something that Aquarius has on a level 100, right? So Capricorn is between the Sagittarius and the Aquarius, so it kind of makes sense. Um, Capricorns, an interesting thing about them, they are just as willing to steal your partner as a Sagittarius, but unlike Sagittarius, a Capricorn isn't going to give them back. Again, they are family-centric. If they want your man, it's for family, not for a no-strings-attached sexual experience. So in my last Zodiac episode, when we talked about how to make friends like a Sagittarius, Sagittarius is, they, um, will have sex with your man, but not want him. Um, and that's your man's fault for turning your world upside down. But again, it's just sex for them. They can compartmentalize that if necessary. If your man decides they want to be with that Sagittarius, that man's going to have to leave you. That man's going to have to be the one to initiate that. But Sagittariuses aren't really typically the ones to just step in and take someone from you that's already yours. Typically. But a Capricorn, if they see your man as a perfect father, if they see your man as the perfect husband, they will step in and take him. Um, if they love them, they'll, they don't mind being the side woman. They don't even have to marry him. As long as he gives them children and takes care of them as if they're his family, they're his family, then they're fine with it. And that can be pretty dangerous. I've always told my other friends, don't make friends with a single Capricorn woman. Make sure that if you have a Capricorn that's a friend, that she already has a husband or a father to her children. Because if your husband is being a better father to your children or your boyfriend is being a good boyfriend to you, she's going to want that for herself and she doesn't care about you at all. All she cares about is the love she's able to get for herself. What I don't like is the way the women never stop manipulating people, even when there isn't a need to do so. I also do like the way that they can get like, I don't like, excuse me, the way that they can get lazy and go from being a partner in crime to being an all out burden. What I've noticed with some of my friends who prefer Capricorn women, um, when they're with them, they're lots of fun. We go out drinking together. They can get a little wild. Um, their sexual appetite matches theirs. I mean, they're equally yoked. They're having a great time. And then the moment um, things got serious and they got married and they had children, they just got completely lazy. And I don't mean in the way that people assume that housewife get lazy i mean like they're not bathing the children they're not feeding the children the kids are just kind of living their own lives and they're literally sitting at home on their phone all day long or if they don't get married if they just become you know live-in boyfriend and girlfriend the house is filthy you know he's the only one working she's quitting her job she's not going to school she's not doing anything for herself anymore let alone the household so I, I i don't know why capricorn women tend to be like that once they they find a life partner of course again i'm being extremely general but those are some things that i don't like I don't like the way a male Capricorn um, is able to hide their emotions to the point where you don't know there's a problem until the relationship is over. I find it very interesting that Katy Perry and Orlando Bloom are together and that they have a child, but I do remember that they broke up. See, he's a Capricorn and she's a Scorpio. Um, that means that she probably didn't realize how bad the relationship was going until he broke up with her. That's why she took it so hard and had even considered suicide. So the fact that they're having a baby together kind of disturbs me a little bit because they're just not 
not a good match. And if you break up and the breakup is so bad that you're thinking of harming yourself, you probably shouldn't be with that person at all. But now they have a child together. Um, so that Capricorn Orlando Bloom is more likely to stay with Katy Perry because that's the mother of his child. He's going to stay with her longer than he wants to. Don't forget that he already has a child with another woman. So he is, you know, the type that may leave if it becomes too much for him. But majority of the relationship is, is likely to be because he's just trying to make sure he's there for his child as long as he feels that his child needs him to be there. And this is a little girl, so he may feel the need to leave a little earlier. But Katy Perry seems to be oblivious to um, how unhappy Orlando was in their relationship. And that is typical of a Scorpio with a Capricorn because the Capricorn isn't showing their true emotions. Their emotions are in a vault. They don't tell you anything, anything until they feel you need to know. And as a Capricorn, I don't like that. But coincidentally, that is what makes them such good friends. Other people want to know things about you. They're not going to find out because again, it's on a need to know basis. The ability to manipulate people can be used to your advantage if you're a friend of a Capricorn. The woman's ability to get people to tell her all of their business without realizing it can be a leg up on an opponent should you need one. Um, I was working with a Capricorn female and I suspected that a co-worker of mine who was pretending to be my friend was actually sabotaging my projects behind my back, but I couldn't prove it. I couldn't seem to get ahead of her. It was really starting to bother me. I'm venting to my Capricorn friend. Capricorns are excellent listeners. And remember, if you're their friend, they're going to go all out for you because loyalty is important to them. So that friend, without saying a word, had made that decision, much like a Scorpio would do, to go over to that person. And she leaked a little bit of my information, but just enough to get that other person talking, to make her think that she was on her side, to make her think that she was bad-mouthing me behind my back. And that person spilled all the tea. And we found out all the things she was doing behind my back to sabotage my job. And she came back and told me immediately what that girl was doing. So sometimes you can take their manipulative nature and use it to your advantage. But I mean, how often do you really need a friend that does that? I mean, maybe you do, maybe you don't. The methodical and systematic organization of their lives means they are ready for just about anything. And I don't like surprises. So having a friend that can see holes in my plans is crucial. If I'm with a man and I really love him and I think he's perfect and I don't realize that one of my friends has got her eyes on my man because I'm, got, I'm all over him. I'm not paying attention to my friends. My Capricorn friend will be the first one to tell me. She'll be the first one to say, what's up with your friend, Sarah? Oh, she's good. Why? She seems to hang out with you guys a lot. Yeah, yeah. She's real cool. She don't have a man. Well, yeah. What's the big deal? Mm, no, she don't have a man. You see a girl who doesn't have a man, she's enjoying your relationship that much, and she's calling your man, and it's totally platonic. How long before that stops being platonic? And it makes you think twice. So the Capricorn is so manipulative that they can spot when other people are manipulating you before you even realize it. And they'll tell you straight up. But the thing is that you have to be willing to open up to them first before they'll tell you. They're not gonna tell you your business. They're not gonna get in involved unless you involve them, but they are peeping it and they are going to tell you what they see. So if you're trying to be like a Capricorn, make sure that you are observant. Make sure that you are loyal. Make sure that you have the gift of gab. Make sure that you are an excellent listener and make sure that you're there to let your friends know, hey, I know what you think is going to happen, but let me help you out with what's probably going to happen because I've been paying attention.
So let's get right down to the nitty gritty. How do you make friends like a Capricorn? Well, first of all, learn to be silent. Like with Sagittarius, you learn more when you listen. Unlike Sagittarius, don't give advice. Just listen and learn. People will open up to you more and associate with you as a part of their support system if you just listen. Second, brew tea. Not literally, of course, but when someone is bothering a friend of yours, use that invisibility you earned when people assumed you were shy um, or just too quiet to be part of the conversation to procure information that could help a friend of yours. That loyalty would be, be returned if you are friends with the right person. Surround yourself with people um, who are family oriented if you're focused on a family life. Capricorns will sever contact without warning with anyone who threatens their family in even the slightest of ways. This is why you should never be the mistress of a Capricorn. You shouldn't be a mistress anyway, but if you choose that life, a Capricorn is not the one. Because the moment the the husband or the wife of the Capricorn begins to suspect something, you're out. And even if you're okay with just being the mistress, your phone's going to stop ringing and you're not going to know what happened. You'll never hear from them again. Your number's blocked. Um, if they happen to be the type that's, you know, your sugar daddy and they're paying for your apartment, you'll look up one day and have an eviction notice and not know that they stopped paying for your apartment. So if you're going to be someone's mistress, if that's the life that you choose, probably shouldn't be living at the garden. Surround yourself with people who appreciate nice things and you'll change the perception of people um, around you. When you buy nice things, people see you differently. Um, quality things, not necessarily expensive things with name brands stamped on them. Instead of saying, hey, I just want some, some wireless earbuds so that I can look like I have the AirPods um, and buying the little cheap ones, the Capricorn will save their money and buy the expensive ones, the actual Apple ones. And it's worth it in the long run. And honestly, if you think about it, that's financially responsible. Why spend your money on the cheap things constantly if they're gonna break? If you can just buy the nice expensive thing just one time. Sometimes that's good, sometimes that's bad. But when I say buy nice things um, and you'll attract other people, um, my mother had this thing where, for example, um, she would throw away all of her clothes the moment they got a hole in it, the moment they began to fade, a stitch came loose. I mean, things that you could fix really easily. And my mother said, if you don't have any raggedy clothes, if you don't have any bad looking clothes, if you don't have any poor fitting clothes, then even on a day when you're just throwing on something to run to the store, you will never look bad. And that's something I valued when I was in college because I had a pair of sweats that were really comfortable. They had a hole in the knee. I didn't care. These were really comfortable. And I threw them on all the time when I was just hanging out. I really didn't realize how raggedy they looked. Um, but they were my favorite freaking sweats. They were so freaking comfortable. I didn't even care about the hole in the knee. And then one day, I don't remember what the emergency was, but I had to run to the store and I ran to the store and there was the celebrity I had a crush on at the store. And there I was with these dingy, ugly, holy sweats on. And that celebrity actually thought that I was like poor or homeless and they actually handed me some money. It was really embarrassing. So uh, yeah, don't, don't do that. <laughs> Spend the extra money. Make sure that you look good. Make sure that you buy nice things and something very interesting will happen. You'll attract other people who are into nice things. Um, before you know it, really, the median income of your social circle will increase. You don't have to be flashy, like I said, just selective with what you buy. Now, the grandmother that I just told you about, she's a Capricorn. Um, and so, you know, her whole thing of making sure you have nice clothes and everything, that's part of that Capricorn personality. She didn't want us looking poor. She didn't want us looking cheap or anything like that. And so people always thought that we were better off um, than we were. 
Um, and as a result, people who were actually better off than we were wanted to associate with us. And although we were poor and we're living in poor neighborhoods, being around people who um, have access to things that you don't have access to can change your outlook on life. It can give you something to strive for. You have access to people that have access to jobs that you never thought about. Um, for example, surrounding myself with people who um, have the money to spend on nice clothes, expensive clothes. Um, I saved up my money and I bought a nice outfit. And I went out one night and there were people who could afford that outfit, right? And they saw me and they got to know me. We became friends. We began to talk to each other. And they asked me, you know, hey, what are you up to these days? And I said, you know, I'm kind of looking for a job. I don't want to work at the mall anymore. It's so beneath me. But, you know, what am I going to do? It's like, you know, I'm new to the employment world. And they said, oh, no, honey, we don't work at malls. <laughs> My uncle needs a receptionist at his, you know, trading firm or whatever, you know. Why don't you come over there? Just put on a suit and come over there and interview. We'll hook you up. And sure enough, that's how I went from making way back when, you know, eight, nine dollars an hour to making $25 an hour in the span of one week. Simply because I changed the way I dressed, which attracted a different type of person, which gave me access to opportunities I didn't have before. It also protects your privacy. Um, if you're poor and you don't dress like you're poor, I'm not saying break the bank or anything like that. But if you don't dress like you're poor, if you don't dress like you're desperate, if you don't dress like you don't have any friends, if you um, take save up your money and, and buy certain things, people don't know what's really going on in your home. They don't really know that you're poor. They don't really know that you have to work four jobs to buy that car, to pay that car note, or that you're working on your credit right now. So it kind of keeps things between you and your bank account as they should be. And the last tip, of course, is to keep your mouth closed. Tea spilling is for manipulating people you don't like, not for attention. Never talk about your friends and above all else, remain loyal. So once again, let's recap. Number one, focus on family and you'll attract more family-oriented friends. Number two, focus on work and you'll attract more friends at work. Number three, keep quiet no matter what. Your silence will make the vault of secrets and you'll learn more about um, people, thus making it easier for you to manipulate the situation should you need to. Um, protect your friends and family at all costs, even if that means um, pretending that they don't exist while you're at work so that people at work don't know what's going on with your family and pretending that work doesn't exist when you get home so that you know you're not mixing the two stay organized being ready for anything makes you reliable and trustworthy never manipulate the ones you care about or use information they give you against them and lastly sell for only the best and you will attract the best Thank you for listening to this episode of How to Make Friends Like a Capricorn. I'm going to do my best to round out this series a lot more quickly than I've been going at this point um, because I have about 14 different requests on the topic of the Zodiac <laughs> that I'm trying to get to um, before the end of the quarter of the first year. So expect a little bit more um, of these How to Make Friends Like a Capricorn over the next 30 days or so. I'm going to try to pump them all out. As you know, there are 12, and I think I've only done maybe three of these. So if you're looking for your sign, hang in there. It's coming. Thanks again for listening. Have a great day. Mm -hmm.